Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. G'day and welcome to the Ball Boys AFL Fantasy Podcast. Today we're going through captains, trade targets, we're giving hot takes and we're previewing the grand final of the Content Creators Cup. Let's go! G'day and welcome again to the Ball Boys AFL Fantasy Podcast. I'm your host, Mitch Casey, and you can find me on Twitter at Ball Boys Fantasy. And uh, joined, as always, my good friend, Luke Rogerson. How are you, mate? Two rounds to go. We're back. Two rounds to go. And I think nothing epitomizes two rounds to go like the fact that there's only 20 people watching <laughs> watching the video currently. Woo! We should have made it a FaceTime call, but it's going to be the best bloody show for 20 oh, people you've 20 ever seen. 20 people are going to get the best content. Thank you for tuning in, the 20 people. Have some beers with us. Sticking around. Fuck the rest of those people who are, who are off Losers, off I say. You know, you know, just not not hacking it. To be fair, it gets to this time of the season and, uh, you know, it doesn't surprise me that there's 23 people <laughs> shooting hey, in. But, so. you know, it's it's all about having some fun on a Friday Correct. afternoon. And, Correct. And uh, we've, got, we've got match-ups to, to win. We've got... We do. Finals to, to come out the other side. It's prelim finals for other guys. It's the grand final. I'm anticipating that the people watching this are in, in a good position. They're either in hat territory, they're in finals in their league territory, yep, yep. and they're, they're along for the ride. They're so. probably better than us, So, but we'll, we'll see. We'll uh, see. Not hard to be. By the way, welcome back. How was your holiday? I yes, actually haven't caught good, you. Good, good, good. I just had a few days down the coast and yeah. Uh, yeah, just took a bit of time off, focused on fantasy Basketball, that is. <laughs> so, if um, yeah. if ever you've seen who pulls the the most weight in this show, it's the fact that when Mitch went on holidays, I couldn't even bring myself to to, to a solo podcast on Tuesday. So, Come on, Luke. Sorry, sorry to the people who were hanging out for one, but um, you don't want to hear me listening talking to myself for an no, hour. No, well, so. look, it's been a pretty quiet week in the, in the fantasy uh, AFL fantasy space, anyway. So, yep. I guess we can sort of. Review a few things that we didn't get to at the start of the week, but if we just start with the uh, the Thursday night teams yesterday, mm. um, the biggest news point for this week was waiting on will he, won't he, Sam Doherty has held his spot after being subbed out last week with that sprained calf. Now, um, we're going to talk a bit about this, so let's, let's just talk about it now, I might as well. Yep. But he was subbed out last week against Melbourne mm. in a game where they controversially won by one goal. It was a must-win yep. game for Carlton. Yep. Um, he got subbed out, I want to say, in the third quarter from memory. Um, so they're not like it wasn't like this little thing that they've just gone, oh, we might as well rest him because, you know, he's an important player. But yeah. like, because they needed to win that game. Yeah. And they still, and to be fair, yes, they're more than likely not to finish in the eight. But I think that, you know, they need to at least win one oh, of their two games. Yeah. So 100%. There's a lot, of on- play, a lot of teams. Nipping at the heels for them, so... Yeah, and I think um, taking on the Gold Coast Suns this weekend, I think that they'll, uh, you know... It, I, I think it's it's less likely that 
you name him and then he gets subbed than it is that you just wouldn't name him. Do you know what I mean? If there was something, if there was an issue, my feeling is you just wouldn't name him. Do you think that, say, they are on top of the Gold Coast Suns at three quarter time or something like that? Is he a risk of being subbed? Could they? I think the answer is probably yes. Um, Does it mean you trade him this week? Because if if you're looking to go somewhere else and you think that that somewhere else is going to be really really good for you, it's like. Do you sub him? I know I mean, you're in the camp of thinking I'm that you thinking might. I'm thinking of doing it. Well, the other thing that I've got in my mind, I'm versing the great Tim Guest in the Content yep. Creators Cup head uh, grand final, and he doesn't have Doherty. So mm. in mm. terms of like a risk for me, yes. if I if he's a unique for me and he does get subbed, that's that's not that good. Could curtains, that, yeah. that could be That could be sort of end of end of the uh, the season for me. So in terms of like just mitigating a bit of risk, he that is in my plans to maybe trade him out in case that happens. Yep. Um, but on the flip side, you know, he's if he was guaranteed to play the whole game, he's probably a top six defender and, you know, Gold Coast Sun's a decent matchup. So it's an interesting one. Um, I think if... I think it's okay to hold him, but yeah. it is also an option because he's also highly owned. So you're in hat chasing mode that you could trade him out if he gets subbed sometimes and, and you go on to get someone else in who's better. It could be a play, but it's for all, now he's in. It almost makes it more interesting news that he held his spot because yeah. had he not, it would have been very definitive, obviously, hmm. for what everyone has to do. Trade him out. But yeah. now it puts it in that category of like the, the risk-reward battle of whether you keep him. So, interesting. interesting the, the good thing is that he, he plays early. I think he plays 2-10 on yep. Saturday, so one of the earlier games. Um, so, you'll know early on in the weekend if he's a late out yep. that you need to trade him. The only other risk left over is if he's subbed during the game. If he re-aggravates it or if they've got the game in hand, he's, he's the guy they need to take out. Yep. Um, other injury or player news, Hopper is back for the Tigs, as is uh, Cochin for his last game. Spare a, spare a, a moment for, for Trent Cochin's career. What a, what a legend, by the way. Um, yeah, both we'll, he and Rewald. We'll talk about them a bit later. Does, um, does Let me, you know, while we're talking about Hopper yeah. back, Hopper back, Cochin playing, I expect Cochin to essentially do as he please, you know, yeah, as many CBAs as he wants. wants. Yeah. So does that make it an aggressive move if you want to move on Taranto? Like um, yeah, you could. I mean, they're versus North Melbourne is the only yeah, thing. Um, so even if he plays forward a little bit, it's probably not something I'd look to do. But even yeah. with Hopper not there last week, any average, he only got 100 points. Um, I just don't know who would who'd be two. Who would you go to, really? Yeah, I guess that's true, unless you're missing one of the bit, unless you're missing, say, a Butters who's in form yeah. or something like that. Do, you do I, something funky, go to the Zeeble or something like that in the same game. Yeah, it's true. It would be, it would be perhaps a little silly to, to trade out on the North Melbourne matchup. If, if, but if, yeah, if it was a different matchup, I'd probably give it more more thought. But yep. against North, I probably wouldn't be thinking about it. Fair um, the other one here, Reese Stanley is out yes. for Geelong. And, and that they means have that, uh, no ruck. Romar, I think it is, will be licking his lips, won't yes. he? Yes, so they don't really have a ruck there at the moment, I think. Uh, from memory, it's Shannon Neal, um, who is their Who's ruckman. Back. <laughs> um, Sister of Shannon Knoll. Um, but, although that doesn't work with the last name at all. Rethink that one, mate. Yeah, Come, no, that's, get not back how, to that's not how uh, family names work. But um, Don't let the bloody truth get in the right of a good story. Yeah, mate. yeah exactly, run, run exactly. So I think, I think that that definitely is something to keep note of in terms of what they're doing there because, yeah, Neil was in there for the ruck last week. They've only replaced him with... Um, who have they replaced him with? I want to say... I can't even remember. Hold on, I'm scrolling through here. Uh, they replaced him with Tom Hawkins, who he'll do a bit of rucking in the forward fifty, yeah. but nothing, 
nothing uh, really for uh, Marshall to worry about. And then, obviously, we didn't talk about this because we haven't had a podcast this week, we but Libba out and pour one out for the poor bastards oh. who trade him in because we were recommending it. It was an amazing pod, I think, yeah. perspective because of the, the scores he's been pu- putting up, the run that they had. But first of all, he, I think he was getting tagged by McGuinness. He's been thin. And then um, concussed. And he's out on, I think, what do you have, 24 or something like that. So yeah, It's a tough pill to swallow, but, you know, when it comes to an injury like that that's sort of unforeseeable, you, oh, you just got to lick your wounds. That's just rough luck. And, of course, it happens in a pod that people portrayed him because he's lowly owned. Now, uh, I'm yeah. sort of segueing here, but my mind is erasing. Given that, that uh, the old thing, the finger, mm. went and fingered Libba last week. Don't say that. Well, well it's, it works with his name, you see. <laughs> fin, so. yeah, but- <laughs> I, I was just okay. thinking of like his catchphrase. You've been fingered. Oh, no. Okay. You know what I mean? Jeez, it really I, must be round I, 23. I thought uh, maybe, maybe you could go. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. Clary. Clary, This week, yes. is he a chance of being... Yes, well, he definitely is because uh, he was... When lockout lifted... Sunday night, he was the guy. I've gone, okay, he's gone. He scored 120 plus. So this is enough. I can afford him. Let's go. Let's jump on him. Ultimate pod. But yep, 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 yep. if there's just that risk, I I don't think he will go with Clary, but there is a risk that he does, and it's enough of a risk for you to if you've got other options to favor it. But I still think Clayton Oliver is a good trade-in target. Cause it's just because yeah. he's, he's big enough that I think – like. Finn didn't go to Bont last week. No. Um, they had the other guy, what's his name, uh, run with him. That... But, but interesting that the, what makes me more nervous is the fact that he's gone to an inside player. I know Bont is bigger, Lib is a little bit you know, smaller, but the inside player thing kind of worries me a little bit. You're not, you're not wrong in saying that Clary is big and then you know, Petrarca yeah. is obviously another, another league of big, so I don't think he's going there. Yeah. But, um, mate... You, you don't know, think he's going to Petrarca? I don't think so. I think he's more likely to go Petrarca than Oliver. I think Petrarca's ragdolling anyone. And and the other thing too is like Petrarca has been spending more time forward recently. Yeah. And so if you go forward, that negates a tag because Backman are meant to be somewhat accountable anyway. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Connor Nash was the guy I was thinking about before. Yeah, I think they're more likely to put Nash on Oliver and McGuinness go to oh, Petrarca. Petrarca or even someone like a Brayshaw. Or... Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I'm just worried about who gets fingered this week and I don't want it to be it, someone It is my, definitely a flag team, so. and um, we're, we're, please don't let that fingered thing stick because <laughs> that's just the image we I, don't need in our heads on I a Friday other. It's, it's his uh, new catchphrase. <laughs> I think okay. he'll be He's one of the, the 50, oh, 50 people now. He's hey, one, they're coming through the doors. Finn, okay, Mr. McGuinness, is, Hold McGuinness is... Uh, one of the 50 listening, and I think it's going to catch on. Boots. Yeah, I think, um, I think that it's definitely a risk with trading him in, but you know there all, could also be potential reward there. But let's talk about some upgrade targets. Some Tajays. I'll get the graphic um, on the screen. Defenders. Now, I've been anti, well, not anti, but I've been fading Nick Newman for the last couple of weeks, and it's been the wrong call. It's it's not, not been the right call. He's he, looked amazing. He's doing things that are hard to ignore. Yeah, he's had an amazing last five rounds, an amazing last three rounds, so he is my number one target for defenders. Um, he's nearly 900k now, so you get to pay up now. But I think he is the number one target for defenders. Then I've got Short, then I've got Jack Zebel. Now, Jack Zebel, talk to me about him. <sighs> One game, he's out the game after. He's not playing round 24. Look, I heard, uh, I listened to the Pod Pod this week and, you know, very well-respected coaches in, in Stato and Holmesy over there talking about the, the fact that this kind of farewell game is like a little bit different in this round compared to what it might be in the next round. So yeah. if, if you if you want to go there for the potential ceiling, like the, there's no doubt that the potential ceiling is there. 
But if you go there this week, know full well that you're forcing yourself into a trade for next week. Yeah. And if there was something to happen or there were two things, you know, God forbid to happen, yeah. you, you might be putting yourself in a tricky position. Because I think the next week, because there are a few teams that are like completely settled or completely out of finals contention, yep. there might be some funky things going on with teams being named yep. older players or something like that. So there could be a few bullets come teams. So... You could be putting yourself in a tough spot, but say you are in a prelim final or a content creators cup grand final, or you, you know something like that. You, your matchup has him, and you're a bit worried about Zebul just going nuts. Is he an option? Do you match it? Do you match it? Well, it's, in, it's interesting because it, it, for, for Zebul, it typically kind of goes one or two ways. And it's like it, you, he could go that one fifty, but he could go eighty, and you yeah. could get the leg up the other on the yeah. other end. So last week he got ninety. In you know, we were thinking, okay, he's, he's announced his retirement. It's kind like, of like you were thinking more. Oh man, I don't even Tigers match up. It's it's good. I don't even know if I'm the best guy to be. I, I'm my mindset is so loose right now because I, <laughs> I, I'm not playing. Not? I'm not playing in a league that I care about. I'm yep. nowhere near hat territory. <laughs> I'm not even near top thousand or anything. So I I'm loosey goosey, and I, I think any advice I give on the matter could, could be yeah. um, not helpful. I, I've thought about it for my team. I've thought about it because again, Tim has him in his team, so, so I could I could do like a dockety down to a Zebel and just completely play defense mode and just nullify a potential risk there. You'd have to assess where, where the rest of your pods are, wouldn't you? Yeah. Like how, if, how am I stacking up with my other? Exactly. If players. you look at your other pods, and this you know I guess applies to anyone in a, in a matchup or, or whatever the case is. Is like, check out your other pods. If you look at those and go, I think I've got them covered in, you know, four of the five pods. All I need to do is match Zebel to cover that, like, big anomaly score. You know, something along those lines. Then I, I would suggest, okay, we'll go and cover that if you think you've got them on the yep. other end. Um, if you don't think, then maybe you have to be more aggressive and, you know, go against it. Yeah, I, th- I think so. I think I think I would tick it off if you're doing that for a matchup base like finals, prelim yep. kind of situation. I don't know if I could tick it off for people chasing hats, um, <laughs> unless unless it is something that you can do as a bench, as a 23rd okay. premium kind of a guy. That even if he's dropped and da- disaster strikes next week, it's not the end of the world. If you, can, if you can do that and Lupe fiasco it, then I tick it off there. But I don't know if I'd be trading out of a guy who's maybe best six to get yeah. um, a, a Zebel in just for that situation. Um, unless the cash is maybe enough to do something amazing, but I don't know if many people are in that situation. And then also uh, Liam Duggan and Jaden Short. Let's talk about these guys. Probably a bit more pod-ish. Yep. Um, what, you, what did you think about Short last week? He scored 99. I think there was moments where he was pretty quiet, but he turned it on late. Is he... 99 against the Saints, is that encouraging for you to bring him in against North this week? Or The Saints matchup has been an interesting one all year because it's been one that, you know, from the start of the year, people have been earmarking for those halfbacks thinking, okay, this is a huge matchup, huge matchup. But then I would actually say that in recent weeks, let's call it like the last five to eight weeks, we've seen some players that we expected to go absolutely bonkers yeah. kind of underperform on it. So... I don't know if there's too much to read into it. it. He's one of those guys, you know, if you traded him in last week, you're probably going to keep him around and see yeah. what he does. But if you're haven't, if you looking for a defender and you didn't trade in Short or Newman last week, you're probably going Newman based on what he's been doing. Yeah, I would definitely do that and I've ranked them that way. Yeah. Um, and Liam Duggan, he's kind of just been doing his thing. Um, what is he? He's had a couple of 90s these last couple of games and he's got the Bulldogs this week. So... But he sometimes gets thrown around depending on the other players' names. So I can't remember. I think Hearn is he's in this game, right? He's um. If he's not this week, he's definitely in next week. 
because he's he's another one of those retiree retiree games. So no, I don't think Hearn played last week, and I don't remember seeing his name in the team sheet. So he probably will then be playing a bit more down back. Would be my assumption, and that is probably a good thing for his. Um, for his fantasy value against the Bulldogs team because they give up more to defenders than they do midfielders. Yep. So I think that Liam Duggan probably is a good target maybe as a point of difference if you wanted to go something a bit different to you know your Newmans, which a lot of people will be trading into if they're looking for defenders. Uh, mids. Talking mids. Also, don't don't forget to check out the comments section if you haven't already. We've got oh, um, yeah. Yeah, Mini Monks getting around in there, giving some good advice as well. And um, you know, Bowles is always... Happy to be hit up in the comments. So if you're not uh, in the comments section, definitely get in there and, and have a bit of a squeeze. Yeah, people are just talking in the comments, not actually listening to yeah. us talk. <laughs> Which, I mean, to, is probably advised. <laughs> just, just come here to, to talk about yourself. If you're literally and, only here for the comments. And we no just chat. white noise background. You Go know, for it. Just like, keep talking we're, in the, we're in all the for comments. That. We're all yeah, for that. absolutely. Mids, um, I've ranked these guys. Number one, Rory Laird. Okay. Number two, Clayton Oliver. I still think he's a good target. Yeah. Um, there's a little bit of a risk associated, yeah. but Clayton Oliver, man, he's just a beast. He scores. Imagine having regardless. Clayton Oliver as a pod. I know. He's like no one. No one has him. He came it's back like, last week, dominated 125 plus again. Um, Tom Green is another big pod. Adam Trelaw and LDU are in my top five mids. Yep. All of them, I think, are more unique. Um, in the top 100, top 1,000. So you should be able to get at least a bit of a point of difference with any one of those guys. Looking at those that list, are you drawn to anyone in particular or are you put off by anyone in particular? I think, again, again with the, the looseness of my mindset, um, I think I'm, I'm likely to go with Clayton Oliver, despite that. Overall led? Yeah, I think despite that tag risk, it's just, for me, it's a guy like, we know what Clayton Oliver can do. He's... Um, you know, he's going to be poddish somewhat, which yep. is ridiculous to say, but just, you know, with the flag and with him coming off the back of an injury. Um, but again, I don't stand to gain anything. So I, th- I think that if you were in that precarious position where you were holding on to something, um, then I'd probably go with a, a safer guy, something where there's not that flag of maybe, a you know, a McGuinness. Um, if, any, if anyone can beat a McGuinness tag... I think Clayton Oliver's the guy to do it because so, he's just such a unit. He's such a, a a big man. He plays so hard. Yeah, um, I feel he gets it through tackles. I, I don't disagree with you. I think that it, like he's you know he's going to tackle. You know he's going to score a lot of points inside. He's going to get yep. those hand passes out. He's going to, but he does actually get a few of those. It like, definitely limits his ceiling for sure. And and at this time of year, you want to trade into a guy with a ceiling. So we know that yeah. McGuinness is just like exceptionally good at limiting that cheap forty-five kick that. You know all all those little plus sixes that those guys get around the ground, yep. and you think like, yeah, you trade into Clayton Oliver, and you're pretty safe on like a ninety. But do yep. you want a ninety at this time of year if there's that flag? So if you're if you're looking to hold on desperately to a hat position, or you know maybe you're looking to win a matchup, and you've had a look at your pods and stuff, then maybe a, a option without that little McGuinness flag. Um, but uh, but you know I can see it not going there and Clary going one forty, and that's that's a scenario too. So yeah, okay, I, I definitely think that. I've been tossing my mind around Laird and Oliver because I can afford both. Um, I, I can afford one, but I can't afford both. Yep. Um, so I've got to pick and choose there. So at the moment, I'm on Laird, but you might be able to talk me into a Clayton Oliver over him. We'll Don't listen of, to me. Can, can we'll we keep, we'll keep um, Tim guest, guesting. guessing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> did you, you didn't even mean that, did I didn't you? mean that, but we will keep him guessing. Um, can I stop? Because I yes. actually forgot to ask you about this. I haven't mm. seen you since then, but Bales has just mentioned that he traded into Sarong last week. Can I just rewind oh. the, the fact you traded into Sarong last week? 
over Rory Laird. Put the C on him. Yeah. And he effectively went for his lowest score of the year, within three points of his lowest score. So the the bloke... Let me just... I've got to rant about this for a little second. The bloke is the model of consistency all year. He only goes below 100 three times, only below 90 once. Um, The only time he's gone below 90, he was tagged in round one. This game, he was tagged in the second half, but it wasn't like a super hard tag. Against the Eagles, 100 points smashing... What like, do you do in the What do you do in the second quarter? What do you do in the second quarter? He had forty nine points in the second quarter. That makes it. I'm glad you went home at three quarter time because oh. we would have been filthy watching that last quarter too. When I woke up and saw the eighty six or whatever, oh. disgusting. Because the, that's the kind of thing that it's uh, like you sit back and maybe some people will go, "Oh shit, trade Mitch," but you you, you think like, "Oh, all, the, everything was there." All the logic, the matchup, like that's the kind of trade you meant to make this time of year, and yep. you know it's it's showed by other people sort of making that trade as well, but. Yeah. Man, that sucks. That sucks. Because I was tossing up between him and Rory Laird last week, and there was effectively 40 points difference uh, between the two. And on top of that, if I'd captain, there's another 40 points, so 80 points difference. Yeah. Um, you know, I don't think I'd be still anywhere near hat territory, but it would have made my battle with, um, you know, the, the prelim final last week a little bit more comfortable. But I... Managed to survive because mm. no captains <laughs> went well last yeah. week. It was a pretty last week was um, dog shit. Pretty pretty shit for all all captain options except for Ron Marshall. Um, all right, let's talk about some of the other options in the mids. Tom Green, Trelaw against West Coast this week, and LDU versus Richmond. Any of those three that you like more than the others? Uh, Tom Green's coming off the back of a couple of good weeks. I was never riding the Tom Green train this year, but I can see for people that were getting those big scores how they'd be tempted to go back for that potential massive ceiling. And, and then, Giants, are, they're in the hunt right now. Like They have to win their yeah, games and, well and um, truly. they're playing hard. So. Well, another team that's in the hunt is obviously the Doggies and we advise against, we always advise against trading in Adam Trelaw, but if there's any time of the season where you feel as though... There's you only could, two weeks left, so... You could potentially do it. Now that we've said that, it'll do his hammy. It, but, guaranteed. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, if, if that's been the flag all year on Trelaw is the hammy and you want an Ultra pod that we know has a decent ceiling as well. You could go no to No Liber versing the Eagles. Go to Trelaw. Um, um, yeah. Who who do you think picks up those midfield minutes? Do you think it's Trelaw? Do you think it's, I think it's McCray? Think Baz? I think it's McCray. <laughs> yeah. Um, I wonder if there's anyone still holding McCray out there. Yeah. Look, oh, fuck. He, he was what did he have? Like forty points last week. Um, I'm pretty sure he also had CBAs as well. He's just I, th- I think Holmes he's been he, off it. I think Holmes he still had him last week. I was listening to oh, him talk and made I made me feel, feel better after trading him out and he dropped bloke. 107 on me. So poor bloke. Uh, yeah, that sucks, but Look, he'll be cheap next year. That's that's something to, to keep an eye out on. Cheap for a and, reason. And uh, LDU, I still think, is a really good option versus yeah. the Tigers. He's been playing great footy. Um, yeah. I think he's actually playing better footy than his scores sometimes suggest, even though he's getting tons still. Um, he's just a gun. Also, don't forget, and I saw Bales mention it there in the comments as well, don't forget to you know look the two weeks ahead on these matchups too. Don't be sort of one-eyed in, in what's happening this week. So I think um, Bales just mentioned that Lady and the, the Crows, have, have they got the West Coast matchup the following Bulldogs week? or something, West Coast. I, I do think it's a, it's a good matchup. One yeah. of those two. Let me double so, check. Um, uh, yeah, West Coast at Optus. Yeah, so, so message is look, you know, look a couple of weeks ahead there as well. Yeah, but Bales, I'm going up against him this week, mate. It's, <laughs> it's, it's do or die. Well, um, I, Daddy, yeah, you've had your, your mind on basketball fantasy recently, mate, so I don't know. You can, is that going to bode well? It's it's a it's a purposeful step back. You've cleansed. Clear the mind. Yeah, okay. and, and we come back in for okay. one more week. Who, who are you? Are we going to talk about it a little bit more later, or are we... What's this Can one? I ask a question? Yeah. I, I want to know who the pods are currently in the matchup. The, big the pods. Oh, okay. Well, let's go, let's go through it. The points of difference. No now. one else wants to know, but I want to know. No, no, no. Well, this oh, we're up to seventy viewers. Everyone's coming in. All right. Um, <laughs> so no, the pods are for the grand final, the content creators cup. Now at this stage, again, 
this could still change, and I won't reveal who I'm trading in just yet. Um, the pods are Doherty versus Zebel. Um, who else is there? Will Day versus Sheasel. We've got Cogs. Who, wait, just which you're you're on the side of the first player you're yes, talking about. I'm talking okay. I'm talking my players first. Yeah. Uh what did I say? Um Sicily versus Cogs. Okay. Oh sorry, Sicily versus Gavin, Wangany Miller, <laughs> Brayshaw and Sarong versus Petrarca and Steele. And then he's also got I've lost my he's got Luke Jackson. I've got Sam Flanders there as well. There's actually a few pods this time. So there are a few different pods there, and I think yeah. obviously then captains. So those are the pods, assuming we kept the same teams, but okay. um we are both obviously doing some trades, so there might be some more or less pods yeah. in uh, in the matchup there. Yeah, that's but, gonna be a good matchup. But there actually are a few different players there. Um we'll have to wait and see how it goes. All right, let's um let's talk f- trading forwards, should we? Forwards. Who we, who we I don't think many people are looking at forwards. Luke Jackson's probably the main one here, yeah. just with that port matchup. What did he have last week? He had like a hundred, I think a little low hundred, um, which ended up being not too bad of a score for the round. Um but again against the Is it Sam Hayes in the ruck this week? I didn't check, but I think that was the case. Um because there was a late out last week with the Port Adelaide Rucks. What do we reckon? I mean, Bloodbath for old could very well be. I think I think Sam Hayes is probably a tougher matchup than Vicentini, who would have been there had he not been injured. So oh, I think Greg. it's less enticing than we probably thought of before that laid out. Did you have you seen the old Greg thing? Yeah, you've shown it to me. Oh, have I? Yeah. But did you see it when it was like peak? No, I, I was Ellie introduced to me later. Luke on. Jackson is old he, he's Greg. a dead set ringer for him. Yeah. If any, this is a, like maybe a it's niche, a, a niche reference. <laughs> this is a niche reference, but if anyone's seen that, like old Greg, from old the Greg. Yeah. After this live show, go Google someone, old Greg. Someone knock up a little bit of old Greg, Luke Jackson, <laughs> a little bit of side by side action because inventor of the shoey, old Greg. Um, correct, correct. <laughs> you ever drunk Bailey's from a shoe? Yeah, there you okay, go. Okay, we digress. Uh, we digress. Let's um, let's maybe get into this segment. Wait, here. wait, well, wait, hold wait. On. Shit, what are we getting into? Hold on. The next, next. What Is we it... do every week, mate? No, but are we gonna are we gonna check the teams first? Oh, it's, we got four. We minutes. got four minutes. <laughs> let's let's do it. The big the big boys. The big boys. Coming off a pretty average week. Um, <laughs> three, I reckon three average no, weeks. No, the week before we did, we got merit. I mean, okay. we gave up Bont, but we got merit. Okay. Which okay. was a layup. But look, no, actually, we've been shit. Let's, let's <laughs> call it as it is. The last three weeks, we, we're looking to redeem ourselves, though. Who's it going to be? Is it going to be? The big boys are staying big this week. Okay, get Tim up. Tim English, number one, Boom. against West Coast. And number two, Rowan Marshall. We're oh, going with the ruck flavour. The, the big boys are physically big. They're, they're big in stature and in scoring. Yeah, um, nice, nice. I just think that with the Geelong ruckman going out. Mini Monk gets it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm a scaling man, fish. <laughs> you ever drunk Bailey's from a shoe? Oh, jeez. I hope, I hope some people have at least watched that. <laughs> you want to go to a club where people wee on each other? <laughs> <laughs> But tell me he doesn't look like him. It's, it's he a dead looks, set ringer. He dead set looks like yeah, him, mate. No, he, yeah, 100%. Yeah. You, cannot, you cannot tell me otherwise. But um, I then have Marcus Bonds. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly... Everything just makes sense. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, 
done. Pelly, who, who would you go, Bont or English, in that West Coast matchup? Because that, that's a tough one because obviously they're great matchups for both of them. Yeah. Um, Bont's chasing the brown low. There's maybe potential that they put a little bit of a tag on him, but it's Bont. doesn't make much of a difference. Fuck, I don't know how you can go wrong. My only thing that pushed me this way is Caleb Sarong scored 80 whatever he did last week and 100-point thumping. <laughs> so you got scars. I've got scars. Um, Whereas you're not really tagging Tim English. Yeah, but how could Bont be in this? What's Bont's last score for the year? It's like not, it's in the 90s, isn't probably it? Probably when you captained him. Um, yeah, probably. Uh, 86 a couple of weeks ago. Three weeks ago. Oh. 86. This is the only time below 90 this season. Fuck. You know who else had only one time 80 points yeah, the entire Sorrell. season? Yeah. Caleb Sorrell. Oh, I know. I know. Um, salty. Very salty. Look, I still think he's a great option, and I think a lot of people will go maybe they're the v- English They're VC way. options, aren't they? No, this is on the Sunday. This is the Sunday game. So, so who are our who are our VC options? Who yeah, are first game then? on the Sunday. So the VC options here is Ron Marshall. He plays on the Saturday night. Or you could go, and I don't mind a bit of Luke Davies Uniac, who I have at number four against the Richmond Tigers. Uh, not a team that tags. Tigers have been awful recently. Um, and I just think that he's been someone that's Going along really, really strong. He has a ceiling. He's obviously gone 120 a couple times since he's been back from his injury. Three times, actually, in fact. Um, So I think he is a bit of a unique option um, when all the talk will be about Zeebel and Rewalt and Koch. He might be someone that comes in and and get some Uh, points. With the top three, with English, Bont and Marshall on the table, I I would like to say, touch wood, we're not going to have to go anywhere near any of the other options. Yeah, I I would think so. Marshall VC 140, don't worry about it, chalk it up, see you later. You would have to think so. The only thing I will just be... Just be aware of is the loop options and your red dot options on the Sunday night or Sunday games because... There's not too many on there, to be honest. I mean, if you've got the Vicentine, if you've made that move, he can be your guy on the last game. But if you haven't, there's not too many, you know, Melbourne, Frio, Hawthorne, Port, West Coast, and Bulldogs. There's not too many rookies that we've traded in at this point from those guys. So just double-check that you do have a red dot on that Sunday if you want to take the Rowan Marshall VC. Um, But at number five, to round it out, I do have Rory Laird um, up against Sydney. He scores pretty well against them. At six, this is another sneaky VC I reckon you could do. Josh Dunkley tonight. Josh Dunkley has been... After putting up a shit score last week. Two weeks in a row. Two weeks in a row. rubbish. But I think he bounces back, and I think he bounces back in a big way against the Collingwood Magpies at Marvel under the roof. Well, this this is a nice point that you make yes. because he's effectively going back home, isn't he? He's mm. he's going back to where he likes to play. If if he didn't have the last two stinkers in the last couple of weeks, he would be much higher on this list. That's true. He'd probably yeah. be higher than at LDU. So those last two weeks have put me off a little bit. Yeah. I don't know if it's something to do with the calf or something like that, or if it's just been the ball not bouncing his way, but he this this feels like a Josh Dunkley kind of a matchup in a Friday night game. Um, to Brisbane the, are playing for a top two spot. It's it's for the top two spot. Make it's the no top of the table clash. It. Correct. Um, so, so they're so going to be up for it. Collingwood are going to finish one, but Brisbane are on the same amount of points as Port Adelaide and only a game um, clear of Melbourne. So this is... This is so big I don't Brisbane. think many people will go Josh Dunkley tonight. And if you like a Friday night VC, I think he's a very good option. People like that. I reckon you should do it just to make our Friday night a bit more spicy. Yeah. No, mate. I've got stakes on the line here. <laughs> uh, look, I might do it. Um, guess you, you never know. Just keep keep guessing. Oh, I just... <laughs> um, so he could definitely be an option. Number seven, and I put a little asterisk here, Jack Zebel 
only if he's no. a VC option. What? Um, I didn't even read this far down. Jack Siebel at number seven. No. <laughs> you could you could throw the throw the dice and see how it goes. It could Loose. work out, um, and you've got a fullback option with one of those bulldogs. To round it out top ten, Jordan Dawson, Nick Newman at number nine, and then number ten, Timmy T against the Kangaroos. Chalk it up, Marshall one forty. Take it. Let's see you it. later. See you later. All right. So those are the big boys. I think we can't go wrong with the the physically big boys. I think it's it's in the Mate, name. We're, that's we're um, it in. yeah. I don't mind that logic. Let's uh, just. Uh, it's, I was going to say Doug, but I think it's actually Dog there has asked for our rank, which we don't often talk about. No, we don't. So maybe we should be fully transparent about just how crap we are doing. Well, hold on a second. I'm ranked 364th, mate. That's, that's pretty good. That's not that's too bad. Good. I've been hovering around that 400, 380 kind of spot for the last several weeks. I've been slowly ticking up these last couple. So I if did. I can get inside the top 350 this this year, I'd be very happy with that. Yeah, I, I, to be fair, that's that's fully respectable, isn't it? I mean, yeah. you got to... Yeah. Any anything well, I've I've heard we've I've only been playing sorry a couple of years but I've I've heard people that have played for quite a long time talking about that really now anything inside inside the top 1000 is very competitive. I, I would definitely agree. It's um based on how much content and how many people are playing as well. So. Yeah, when you've got people like us putting out free content out there, you know, it's it's quite hard to move up the ranks. <laughs> would you say? We we're, we're just sabotaging everyone every week. <laughs> Maybe that's what should we no, do. No wonder you're so hot. We're playing the long game. We've we've racked up our subscribers and listeners base this year. Next year, we just give out the worst dog shit advice. That's what we've been doing this quite, year. Oh, <laughs> hold on a second. Unintentionally, unintentionally, of no. Uh, my rank, I stuck inside the top three thousand for a little bit there, but currently my rank's three thousand one hundred and thirty-five. So, um, to be from the start of the year, I'm actually impressed you know, with how much I've been able to hike the comeback trail because I yeah. think at one point I was ranked 400,000 or something. So 400,000? Yeah, just made it up, but it was, yeah. it was a long way back. A lot of people get into fantasy these days. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, looking at the 5 o'clock teams, the Please. main thing that we should note here that Brody Grundy has been omitted. Bro, so, that guy, that guy's going to be pick up next year. He's going to a new club. He has to be right. Yeah. surely he's out of there. There's and, no chance. What, and what? He's starting in our fantasy sides. Correct him one day. He would um, be in. Who, who are you, who's your starting rock combo next year? Grundy and Bruce. <laughs> <laughs> Bruce and Lucy Brucey. Let's go. Uh, he's going to be cheap. He's going to be very cheap. Well, um, there's, there'll be a lot of people that be cheap, but yeah, Grundy. And then Briggs. I don't know. Yeah, Grundy, Briggs, Grundy, nah. Marshall, something like that. Uh, set and forget. Set and forget. <laughs> but no, Grundy obviously is admitted. If you have Max, then probably if you held him last week, obviously you're holding him again this week. As for the other teams, Xavier O'Neill has been omitted. So Oy, that's the tag. Tag that risk mitigated. Should, should Bont move up? Don't change your fucking no. big boys. Do oh. not change your big boys, mate. Stay oh, yeah, away. No, stay away. Lock stay away. Out. Stay lock away. Lock away. Out of your yep. lock, lock. That's a good, good, good call. Good call. Don't don't let me have a late change. But Bonds <laughs> as an option for a captain definitely improves. Um, but other than that, the rest of them I think are all yeah. It's all pretty stock standard. Absolutely. Is it is it time for some spicy takes? Before we do, before oh. we do, because careful, you're going to ruin the stream with our spicy takes. It last last oh, week it uh, it collapsed on us. I forgot so about that. Before <laughs> we do, um, if you've been following me on Twitter, you've probably seen me tweeting a lot oh, about yeah. fantasy basketball. But I just wanted to give a special shout out to anyone in the AFL fantasy community. If you are interested or you currently play fantasy basketball and you wanted to play in a league versus myself and a lot of other 
Ball Boys fans. Um, I will be opening up this year a fantasy basketball 30-team league. So um, just like we did for the draft for AFL Fantasy this year, if you go onto the Ball Boys Fantasy Basketball uh, podcast on Apple Podcasts and give it a five-star rating and review, leave your Twitter handle. Um, The best and most creative reviews will get into this league. I'm talking to the AFL Fantasy community here first. I haven't said this on the other podcast, so give you guys a head start. So you've got two weeks head start. If you're keen to jump in the league, go over, give the Fantasy uh, Basketball podcast uh, review five stars, say something nice and creative, and uh, we will get you in to verse me this year. I'll probably reserve uh, maybe like 15 spots. I don't know how many people are going to be interested, but yeah, if you want to verse me this week, this year, jump in. Five easy payments of sixty nine ninety nine and you're in. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, that sounds like good fun, mate. I won't be joining you. Um, yeah, only you're, not, you're gonna not be fancy basketball this year. I like watching basketball, but I, you know me too well, and I'm not the kind of guy that can organise myself around uh, the scheduling of basketball. But Look, I'm, it will be just as a heads up. It'll be a weekly changes league because it'll be thirty teams. You okay. won't be picking people up, but you will be drafting. We'll be going deep. That we'll be drafting yeah. three hundred plus people. So get ready to to get your Google searches out and draft people you've never heard of. Yeah, um, it was the, for that very reason, Adam in the comments has just asked if I'm involved, but I, um, my, my NBA knowledge doesn't go much deeper than Steph Curry. We'll, with we'll the convince him. We'll, we'll, we'll convince him. Don't worry, guys. Uh, but no, let's, let's talk about some, uh, some spicy <laughs> takes. Just a little plug there. We will get the Maracas one of ne- these days. Never got them for this season. Maybe I'm gonna next get, year. I'll get Brooke to get them for me for Father's Day. Oh, Father's Day! I've, I've got a up, new mate. day. I got a new day where I get presents. Yeah. Now. Oh, milk that for all it's worth. Uh, you've got one more than she does as well. You got you planned Correct. it well. She'll never. <laughs> she'll never get in front of me on Mother's Days to Father's Days. I'll always be. Well, one as up long on. as you outlive her, that's that's one little fuck. Uh, <laughs> fucking hell, that's a bit heavy. Yeah. Well, you know, you got to think of these things as a dad. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Better get life insurance. Yeah, get life insurance. Right. Uh, but anyway, spicy takes. Now I've got a very spicy take this week. Do you mind if I lead? I'll, Correct. I'll go please, first please lead. Please lead. I don't think you'd ever hear me say this, but this week I think that Tim Guest takes out his own competition and wins the Content Creators Cup. Moss, 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 moss. That is a spicy take. <laughs> no, um, no ulterior motive there at all. No, that's one of the all-time mozzers, mate. Yeah, just, I'm just a nice guy. Yeah, just, no, good, good work, yeah, mate. Yeah, yeah. Well, just a, a hot take. I think Tim Guest takes out the Content Creators Cup. <laughs> well, Bales... Guaranteed. The... Lock it in. <laughs> Actually, I'll do one of these. What are we doing? Yeah! Guaranteed. What's that? Bit of Charles Barkley for you. Oh, oh. you don't. Anyway. Sorry, that's the NBA. Right really, there. You are really reaching to those NBA fans out there. Aren't trying you? to, trying to. <laughs> uh, so that's my spicy take. What's yours? Well, ba- just quickly, Bales has whacked a spicy take there in the comments, and uh, he reckons it's going to go down to the wire. Mm. So within twenty points, I mean that would be good for everyone. What's what? the sun? What's the Sunday look? Yeah, like? I'm just checking that. Um, we've got Port Adelaide versus Fremantle. Well, I've got Sarong and Brayshaw in that He's last game, so. He does have Jackson. Didn't you say that before? Oh yeah, he does have Jackson. So there'll, yeah, there will be a few players on that last okay. game. So that could be an exciting watch. It will be. Um, it will be all there for the taking. Absolutely. Uh, my spicy take this week and is that, and it's about two completely fantasy irrelevant players, but Jack Rewalt and Trent Cochin both won ten plus in their last two games. I might even just get super loose and trade one in as a 23rd player. Oh, let's do it. They play first up on the Saturday. Why not? Surely you go Jack, right? What what do I have to lose, really? He kicks 10 goals. I like to think that, you know, of the two of them, if Richmond do get on top, that he's the guy that they're going to feed. 
But, yeah. you know, I, I'd, I'd anticipate that Minnie McWalter's just going to tell Kochi to go and do whatever the fuck he wants. So, mm. although Koch- I, I don't know if Koch can do what he wants. He's <laughs> a bit old, bit old for it. Yeah. Okay, Jack Rewalt. He's had a game this year where he's Let's kicked go. five and he's scored 105. That's his best score for the year. Um, but, you know, versus North Melbourne at the <sighs> MCG, no more of this Marvel shit I don't know. Uh, where Jack obviously doesn't love to play. Yeah, I got to, I got to, you know, I got to pay my props to the boys, don't sad, I? Sad, sad day for Richmond fans. Include um, them in the, yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. I hope we aren't in, in a position to, but I hope that a lot of people get to the MCG. So. Yeah, for sure. If you are in Melbourne, uh, be a good, good game to get along to. Despite obviously two, not two great, <laughs> great, teams great today. game of footy to get along nice to. Nice occasion, a bunch of a bunch of great players sending their farewells. But uh, let's maybe answer some of these people's questions. Definitely, let's do um, it. At least the best that we can. Um, if they haven't already been answered by Minnie Monk and Bowers in the comments section below. There was one question which I did um, want to flag earlier before, someone asking about Mitch Duncan as a bit of an option. What are, what are your thoughts about Mitch Duncan versing St. Kilda this week? I mentioned it before. I don't know if I'm as high on that St. Kilda matchup as as what we historically have been, just because I've seen a few out of the bag where it's where we're expecting huge things and then we don't get them. Yes. Does that does that sway you also, or is um, there? Look, the only other thing that I will add to this one is that there's been talk about um, Tom Stewart getting some attention as well from the coaches. Now, you you know my thoughts about Tom, like coaches ahead of time saying they're going to put attention <laughs> to someone. Yeah. It almost always means that they're not. Um, yeah. You know, coaches. You know, Hayden Young was playing back in defence last week, straight in the guts. So coaches lie all the time. I think the 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 sort of quote was. We'll see what our system can do in terms yeah. of we'll, we'll um, back our ball movement initially, and then if he gets on top of us, we might throw him some attention. Yeah, so I think in terms of that being a reason to elevate a player like a Mitch Duncan, I don't know how much stock I'd put into that. Um, look, Duncan's been doing okay without doing anything special. His highest score for the year so far is 128. He's yep. done 123 times this year. So he does have a little bit of a ceiling. We haven't seen a 140, 150 plus. Whereas, you know, some of those other guys, like a Zeeble even, Newman, um, Newman we've, we've gone 130s, 140s in this year. So I think I still prefer those guys, although I think he'll be extremely unique. Um, so if you want a really left field option, he could potentially be a play. But Do you feel like at, at this, I'm right in saying that at this time of year, if you are going to go for that, like, you know, quote-unquote looser pick, you want to have the 140 ability. Like, so you like, do. Yeah. Zeeble, it's a loose pick, but you have the potential to get that enormous reward. Nick Newman is not really a loose pick at the moment, but you have the potential. Like, if you're if you're sending in a loose pick and you kind of max ceiling is like 120, well, what are you really standing yeah. to gain based yeah. on that? Well, I, yeah, I, to be clear, I think Duncan has the potential. We just haven't seen it yet this yeah. year in terms of like that 140 plus. You have to get I think he does have it, but. To- to It'd just be trade def- that in and yeah, and just hope that. for it. Look, it, it could definitely be a play. I'm not ruling anything out. Two weeks to go. You're not worried about him resting or being injured or anything. I mean, you are still worried about him being injured, but yeah. it's when there's only two games to get through, it's less, so. less of a risk. All right, let um, me throw this one to you. Uh, do you see the vision of going Dunkley to Green and steal all cogs to Butters? So you're effectively bringing in Green and Butters. Ditching, I'm guessing you're going to say no to ditching Dunkley. Yeah, well, he's in the big boys. Um, would, you ditch, would you ditch Steel or Cogs then? So let's say no, no to the Dunkley. Would I'd, you I'd, ditch? Ditch, I'd ditch Cogs. Um, okay. I think I'm happy to trade him out. Steel has been pretty bad. 
What's yeah. what did he get last week? What a roller coaster season. Um, ninety one. And who's he come up against? Geelong. Tough. And then he's got Brisbane at the Gabba. Um, this is it, I can't get a read on Steel. We've I mean we've said it a couple of times this year too, but this is the hardest time of the year to to say yes or no to these trades because you know we we could sort of give that advice and there's every chance that it backflips and you know the people you trade out go better than the guys you trade in. It's just that time of the year as well. But I, I yeah. How much is Cogs worth? Cogs, Cogs I think, is eight seventy. So he's twenty less than Dunkley. So if you could do that move instead of Dunkley and get rid of Cogs, I think I'd rather do that. Yeah, that's just me digging my heels in and trusting the big boys. But I, you know, obviously the big boys have been a bit shit recently. But I just think that Josh Dunkley's every chance to bounce back this week. Um, and I just don't feel comfortable trading him out just because he's had a couple of games or one game really where he's gone. You know, obviously it was terrible last week. Well, I think he's got enough pedigree to bounce back, um, would be my opinion. Ian, joining us from the UK. Pretty um, pretty committed. Thanks, Ian. Traded Dacos to Libba last week. Poor bastard. Um, and who do we think is the ideal pod this week to recoup that lost ground from last week? Ideal pod. Um, I am going to say... Ooh. He's he's happy with a risky curveball, he reckons, too, because uh, what's left to How lose? much of a pod do you think Clayton Oliver will be? Do you think people are going to trade him in heaps this week or are people scared off by the tag? Uh, I, I think he's obviously definitely going to be more highly owned after this week, but I think there will definitely be an element of tag risk, especially for people who don't already own someone like Laird. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I think that a lot of astute coaches are more likely to go in that, excuse me, in that direction. So he's a guy that I instantly draw my attention to. Yeah. The other player that you might want to look at is like a Trelaw versus a West Coast. Um, could be a good pod option there. Mm. But it would just I'd rather I'd rather Clayton Oliver. I just don't know if how much he constitutes as a pod. Yeah. To, because I think a few people are trading him in this week. In fact, he's the number one traded in player this week. So I guess then maybe he wouldn't be considered a pod. So. Um, Tom Green is second, who was the next guy. So people are trading in those guys who are considered points of difference. I might try and zag there and go with a uh, a Trelaw against West Coast without but without um, Libba. Sorry, he might he might get a bit more a bit more there. And we have seen some ceiling games from Trelaw this this year. So I think he might be a good option. Do you, do you have anyone else that you want to throw out there? No. No, okay, fair enough. I mean, just to back up, the Trelaw, he's gone 130 twice this year, and then he's also got on over 110 on top of that. One, two, three, four, five times, so seven times over 110 this season, um, and he's obviously got the West Coast matchup. Hasn't versed them this year, so... No yeah. wonder we never answer anyone's questions. We spend 10 minutes answering We want to give good answers, but... Uh, Let's yeah, have a bit of anyway. a look here. Someone's ripping on me moustache. Oh, outrageous. Me, Milstarka. Why would they do that? Called it feminine. Oh. Roy. I don't know if I've ever heard of... Roy, Mun- Roy Munson. <laughs> Sorry, Roy. I'll, I'll keep working on it. Have to get your, your moustache a bit more manly, mate. Yeah, apparently. Uh, LDU's vice captain. You're the, the captain guy. What do you reckon? I like it. He was number four on the big boys. I think he's a unique option. Um, I just... Richmond give up a ton of points. Yep. Um, I think that at the MCG, it's going to be a big day. And he'll thrive with a lot of 
people watching, I think he'll want to showcase his skills. Yeah. So I think it's a decent option. Good matchup. We know no one's going anywhere near him. Yeah. Uh, can we trade out Merritt with the tag risk? Ooh, this is another thing I've thought about as well. Um, so he's up against the Giants, who, even if there's no tag, they're a tough matchup yeah, as yeah. well anyway. So... This could definitely be a play now. We know Zach goes to water when the tag comes to. GWS have been tough in the past, but more recently they have been giving up more points, which kind of leads me into no kind of play it off. But yeah. I think even if Merritt is tagged, I think this season he's shown a better ability to still get to a decent score than years past. Yeah, would you agree with that? Well, I think my, my sort of thinking on it is like I, I wouldn't be ta- I wouldn't be bringing him in. No. For this game, but if I'm looking at my particular matchup in my league, or I'm looking at like you know the people are you know ranked around me, I wouldn't be moving off him as a pod mm. to climb the ranks. Does that yeah. kind of make sense? Yeah, I um, think it's a play. I don't know theory. whether it's the best player you could make. Okay. I'm not too sure, but yeah, Bowser's got a question for us. Can here we go? Data Newman or Steel to Oliver? Day to Newman or Steele to Oliver. He's definitely going crouchy to lead. Well, I, I feel like as good as Day has been, I think we can get off him now. They're versing Melbourne. Um, I, I think, think it's kind of like uh, take the great scores we've had in the last few weeks and run. Yeah. And I think Newman's been playing so well that I feel like that's a pretty clear upgrade. My feel is that the more upside comes from that trade. Like there's every I know Steele has been poor. But there's every chance Steele can match Oliver on his yeah, week. Especially Whereas with the tag threat. The way Newman's going, I think you could potentially find yeah. 30, 40. So that's where my mind goes for that trade. But yeah. again, this time of year, man, flip a fucking coin. <laughs> yeah, and Bales, you've been, yeah. you've been going well recently, so don't listen to us. <laughs> Footy seems to be getting softer since all the best players run to the... Couldn't agree with you more. NFL strike more Roy. Payday. Roy. Roy is working in the comments yeah. at the moment. Bowles wants to know our favourite beverage, alcoholic beverage. What's yours? What, what, what you, you like the ginger beer, don't you? Is that, is that your, your oh, go-to? alcoholic ginger beer. Yeah, for, for the taste, yeah. For the taste? Well, that's what they're asking. That and a guava cruiser. <laughs> good, good cruiser. <laughs> uh, I mean, I, I like a, a Bundy and Dry. Not a Bundy and Dry. Bundy. Like a, sorry, like a rum and dry like, or, like or a, a bourbon and dry. Yeah, okay. that, that kind of thing. Um, yeah. I, I was going to say, I didn't take you for a big rum man, mate. Oh, I don't mind. I don't want dark liquors, but... Throw the wife beater on. Yeah. Um, who to get? Green Trelaw, McLuggage, Dunkley, or LDU? Talk to, well, I mean, we've talked about the others. Talk about McLuggage. The McLuggage? Love, the he's luggage. not a name that I've really considered too much. Um, he's been playing well recently. Has he? Okay, this is a, a news to me. 120 last week, 89, 115. Uh, look, not someone I've really considered. Average 90 this season... He's been alternating sort of like okay hundreds with, you know, just below that. I think you can do better than him, so I don't know if I'd go there. Of those group, of that group, um, LDU. He's highest on the big boys. LDU, Trelaw, then Green in that order for me. All right, in a word, Houston. We have a problem. Oh, no, okay. that's, that's one. <laughs> um, Houston, no. Can't, can't, do, can't do Houston. Okay, Port Adelaide, go... Um, Sweet. Frio. Frio into. Richmond. 
He had a 129. Look at the week before, he had a 46. This oh, is what okay. Houston does. He is the biggest yo-yo. And we said, yeah. I think we said that in the preseason. Like, yeah. this guy just loves going up and down in scores. Yo plays for West Coast, by the way. Um, Chicken Lentil Soup, just clarifying his trades, cogs to green and then steel to butters, keeping dunks. I mean, that was that's what we sort of recommended. But again, please don't yeah. don't make your trades into <sighs> what we say. I've got a good feeling about dunking this tonight. Yeah, but I, I don't like to have our advice hinge on people's weekends. I've never been wrong before. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I've never been wrong. When you buy these headsets, you just automatically <laughs> just give good advice, don't you? Fuck we, yeah. yeah, we've got an aura about us with these headsets. Just yeah, trust us, guys. Okay, a couple more, and then we'll let people go have a little fiddle with their teams. Oh, uh, <laughs> Neil. Um, Neil or Cogs, who are we trading out? Um, Neil. Oh, I we're think. trading Neil out. Okay. Yep. I think Neil Neil tonight in a must win for the. I know he's been in bad form. Look, listen I, to his last five games: 80, 104, 60, 105, 75. Yeah, it's pretty. It's pretty shit. Not Especially even, there was a patch there where he was a little bit of an MVP there for yeah. us. In the, in the, his his highest score this year is one twenty seven. Uh, so his ceiling's not even that high. Even if he does put a good game together, I think he can go. Um, yeah, I'm. Blood Sports here. He's got Brad Crouch, Hewitt, or Neil. What just just to pick one name out of that that group there. What are your thoughts about Brad Crouch? Because he had an absolute shocker last week after going one twenty six, one thirty three in back to back weeks. He went like sixty, didn't he? But yeah, and he started out really poorly. I think he had one point in the first quarter or something like that. And then I, I heard again on the pod pod that the previous week in the fourth quarter he was dismal as well. So he's had yeah. that sort of half a footy, but um, just stop playing for a half. The other thing too is is like so many people. Well, crap last week too. Yeah, true. Which true. makes it makes these discussions hard, doesn't it? This week because you've got you're looking through the lens of, of that, um, yeah. you know, recency bias as well. So, you know, I think he look. can go if he's the the worst guy. But I think for most teams, like I'm trading Neil ahead of him. I'm trading a Noah Anderson ahead of him. Um, yeah. You know, those kind of players. I think. Yeah. I think he, he can give him a pass. You don't have to go too far back to, to find a game where he went 138 yeah. and three quarters. Yeah. That might have, like, was that, how long? That, that was, was the Carlton matchup where he went 126 and three quarters. Yeah, he didn't score in the last quarter. So, you know, we, we do have that recency bias, so watch out for that. Yeah. Okay, I reckon we let these people go and uh, play around with their teams, eh? Let's do it. Um, thank you very much, guys. One more round to go after this week. Two more rounds in the overall uh, fantasy and AFL comp. Give this video a big thumbs up and cheer on the mighty Mitchmond in the Content Creators <laughs> Cup. Let's all go over to the AFL Fantasy Fanatics Twitter page and heckle the shit out of Tim <laughs> Guest. Uh, let him what? know that he's going down no. to the mighty Mitchmond. Take uh, it easy on Guesty. Yes, he's nah, a nice nah, guy. stuck into him and uh, we will see you guys next time. We will have a round review, but until then, we'll catch you guys later. Bye. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill.